This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Okay, Anna, tell me about your hair. You changed your hair recently. I did change my hair recently, Felix. Um, it went, well, I changed it to blue. It went from blue to green. But yeah, it's been an exciting new chapter in my life to have dyed blue-green hair. So it was inspired by a personal statement, inspired by something personal. Yes, Felix. Okay. I okay. went through a breakup and I, I dyed my hair. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't going for that, but I was just, the point is, like, if you noticed and you've seen me on Zoom, I cut my hair. It's all gone. Because I my know, mo- it looks good. Thank you. It was because my mother wanted to see me with short hair. And she was in hospice and she has since passed. But the last thing she saw me with my short hair. So hair as a personal statement, that is part of our conversation this week with the artist we're going to talk to. that connection Felix that you and I kind of both made these really drastic changes to our hair in the midst of some pretty drastic life changes and I think that like hair can be something really emotional the person who first turned me on to that concept is actually believe it or not La Bichota herself Carol G. <laughs> And I had the chance to sit down and talk with her in front of the Tiny Desk, just after her Tiny Desk performance. And she showed up with blue hair once again and made big news that she changed her hair from blue to red. She's back to blue in this interview. And she told me about the significance of hair change in her own life. Really sorry I couldn't be there for that one. It's a really good interview, so let's just jump right in. Felix, you forgot to tell him who we are again. Oh my gosh. To this every week. From NPR Music, this is all Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. Let the chisme begin. When you started creating music, like at home when you were younger in Colombia, was it just jamming with your family? Because I know your family's really involved in your project. So is that how it first started or? Yeah, I don't know. Like in my house, we're from musicians. My family, a lot of people from my family, they sing, they play instruments. And in my house, like my, my father was our idol. He was all the time like sharing moment with us. And I say with us because my sisters too, like we like to sing and perform and everything. So I think, yeah, my, my first beautiful and big stages were in my family, with my parents, my school, too. Yeah, and now things look pretty different when you play. <laughs> but I feel the same. I was touring 
the last year and a half of my life. I have three tours back to back. And I just stopped this year to do it. And, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because I'm missing a lot being with the people. I think it's, it's the moment where everything is worth it. It's it's so much work. It's a lot of sacrifices, like being afar from everybody. It's like you spend most of the time in car, airplanes, or even in the hotels or doing this stuff, but very far from people and friends, like are really close to you. So I think that moment when I'm on that stage, my happiest place. And yeah, I miss you guys. How do you stay grounded? Because a lot in your life is changing. Like I go with the flow and I don't know how to explain that. I'm very change minding. I don't know how to do like cambio mucho mi forma de pensar. And I like sometimes to take the risk and I don't like to put pressure and just feel it and doing it. So a lot of part of my album, even the songs that are not in the album, I create them, them with my blue hair. And I think I really wanted to have a moment in my album that I do something to, with my blue hair because I think it was a specific moment of my life. So yeah, that's why I, I came today like this and, and very nostalgic because when I saw myself in the mirror again with my blue hair that people loved a lot, uh, it was like, oh my God, a lot of things like happened this last year and, and I'm grateful and, and a lot of changes, a lot of evolution. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times that's how we mark the change in our own life yes you literally watch yourself physically change and you do things and that's how you're able to see like oh this is where I was for sure like I am a very relaxed person I was in a moment of my life that I was angry and I really wanted to see that in front and in the mirror like seeing myself with that passion and the fire that I was having at that moment and I think Atuela, Cairo, even Tecuje are songs that for me was perfect to have the red hair and I don't know what the future is going to bring with the colors. Maybe I'm go going back to my real hair. I don't know. Quiero decirte algo desde mi cora. Si dos personas se aman y pelean, ellos no se ignoran. Sean besitos, se llaman, se mandan. Mensajes de texto, hablando de sexo. Que el amor no se quede en paz. Do you feel like a lot of times the way that you show up physically with your look, with your hair, do you think that that's representing where you're at right then or it's what you're trying to bring, like the energy you're trying to bring at that moment? I think it represents what I'm feeling the most. I just woke up and said, like, I really feeling myself like I used to be and I'm bringing that to this day even with my clothes and everything uh, for to, to yesterday I was going to wear something different that yeah. I prepared the whole week 
to bring, but then today I just woke up and I was like, I really want to feel that I'm with my friends. Just told the girls, just bring whatever you want to bring, food, whatever you want to wear, because it's just us trying to show the people what we got. And we are like a team of girls that it was, for me even, for me, it was surprising to find the type of talent because we're all the time like seeing uh, like a different vibe. So we were like so happy. I just, yesterday we were like, let's do it. We just rehearsed, they toured with me. So we know each other a lot. We are like friends. So I think this one was for the books, for sure. It's different. I love that I keep having to correct everyone when they're like, oh, they're, you know, he, when they're talking about the drummer, or he, when they're talking about the bassist. I'm like, no, it's todo mujeres. Y, y, y la gente habla de eso en, en, en las redes sociales after the shows. Like, I like to see how, what is people talking about the show because I work hard for give them like a good experience. And one big point of the show is for me, they're like my rock stars and I really want the people to see them. So all of them have their specific moment. And then after the show, like people is talking about, about it. And for me, it's so special that I can present how big as a woman we are and maybe people, they don't know. <laughs> People come to your shows and they see that when they see like the guitarist get her moment, the bassist get her moment. What do you want them to take away from that? Inspiration, motivation, maybe the vibe. Uh, for sure, girls, we have like another side of the story and we feel different. And I think with the art, it's uh, all of us, we have like a different vibe of what we're playing and singing. So I just want the people to understand while they're watching. I just really want them to feel how everybody of them feel like the difference in the art and with the songs and with the vibe. Yeah, I feel like so much of who you are too is showcasing those women, like being authentic, not compromising on your hair or your body or whatever it is. How much of that is you thinking about that every day, being like, I want everyone to see me this way? Or how much of it is just you fluyendo? Y... No, no, I have to say that sometimes it's, it takes a lot of thoughts. Sometimes it's not that easy because uh, sometimes I really want to be just me all the time. And I have to be paying attention because of my acts and, and, and what I do because I'm a... I am a special leader in my community, in my generation, and I want to give the best example. And it's hard, like I want to do a lot of things and then I am like, no, I, I have to be aware because I don't want to, you know, but I try to be the most generous that I can. If I, if I have to change something in my personality or in my mind, in my words, 
just to do something, maybe I'm not gonna do it. That's why I'm being, I am very away to social media, media and then I'm coming back and then I'm going because yeah, for me it's important to be me. If I can do it, I'll do it. If not, I'm like, I'd rather stepping away. We're going to take a break and get right back to this interview with Carol G. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, A People's History, from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, A People's History, tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Dive into the chilling new Hulu original series, Under the Bridge, the riveting adaptation of the acclaimed true crime book. Based on shocking true events, Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. Go deep into the hidden world of the town's tormented teenagers as detectives race to solve the sinister crime. Starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone, Under the Bridge is now streaming with new episodes Wednesdays, only on Hulu. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. With the new album, Mañana Será Bonito, which I'm a huge fan of. It's so beautiful and it's so... It is a departure for you, sonically. It's You've you've done a lot. You're like out here with your fucking... Sorry, my producer's going to yell at me. <laughs> no, but we're good, right? No, like sometimes you have to say like what, what, how you feel it. It's because when I'm thinking about your banda and like bringing out the tuba and the accordion, I'm like fucking amazing. Like truly, it's it's incredible to see what you did. But with that change... Was that something you had to push for, that you were like, this is how I want to represent myself musically? Because it is different. I grew up in a family that we like play like all kind of uh, genres in my house. Music from all over the world. Even in English, like we didn't understand what we just were connected with the vibe. And I think what people see here or even in my shows, because I really like to share a lot of moments in my show, like aware from the music, like just speaking, sharing with them. They're just experience that are like represented with my body with my move and maybe a lot of years ago I was yeah yeah for me I started working this in the 2004 it's now it's 2023 your whole it's like a, life. my whole life exactly and I can tell like even when I was in the school I lost a lot of moments with my friends and everything 
but I was very in love with what I do. And I'm all the time saying people should go more with their heart and what they feel, because if we're gonna live in this world and we need to love, we need to work for something, it's gonna be better if you're working in something that you really like. And I think you're gonna find more ways and, and even the motivation in the hard moments when you love, really love what you do. So for me, it's just, I just starting doing music all the time in the studio, composing songs with my producer and just, Imagine myself in a specific moment of my life. And I always say I'm here, but I was at some point in the other side of the camera watching different interviews and, and visioning myself in that point. And, and I think that to believe in you, it's like people has a lot of opinions and we all have locks in our minds, but we don't need to block the vision and the big ideas from the other people. So you need to be aware what you hear and everything to just work forward and get it. Like I got it, I don't know, I'm I know, here. you're doing it. <laughs> and you're I'm super excited and, and, and very grateful. I don't know, it's, it's, it's a dream that I don't really want to end. Me llamo a las dos que se había desvelado. De intentar olvidarme se había olvidado. Terminamos en el carro haciéndolo y al terminar dibujamos corazón en el bajo. Pero tú, 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 con esa actitud, tú, tú, me tienes envuelto en el burriecita tú. Cuando no puedo aguantar nada, mamá, mí siempre estás tú. Yeah, esperándome para pagar la luz. ¿Cómo olvidar lo que hicimos? Entre los negotellas de vino, soltándome el pelo, tú mirando, mamá, despisto. Y si te queda lo que quieras, yo te cocino. Mami, tú me tienes. And you've been doing it, like you said. Since 2004, you've been doing it for, I don't know, I can't do the math, 18 years? I hope that's right, almost, I think. Yeah, almost 19 yeah, years. Yeah, almost 19 years. Does that feel, do you still love it as much as you did when you yes. started? Sometimes the industry makes you hate some of the sites, but then you say, like, this is what I wanted. Like, no matter what, like, I want it completely and I need to love everything, so let's just uh, go with the waves. And the things that I don't really love that I try to keep it a little far from me, but I really love this. I really love doing music. I think the result of that is my last album. I was doing music in a really hard moment of my life. And I don't know why I've just kept doing so dark songs and sad music and sad music. And then at what point I started composing about having more fun and give me the opportunity to past a hard moment in my life trying to do something different to change the vibe to change the vision and then I started writing again about love and I was in party and friends and then I was like what I'm going to do for my next album I have a lot of music from my personal life and, and yeah I need a concept to start doing my music and and no what about if the concept is just me being me and this album surprised me a lot that I just put myself in songs and people get connected like the most. This is my most success album in my career. And the most beautiful thing for me is that I think that I'm doing songs that represent a specific moments or different people's lives. Like maybe you don't understand me, but a Carol G song does. If you love the album, you love me, you love Carolina, so that's perfect for me. Hey, Aparentemente estabas contento, estabas feliz Besándola a ella así como antes me besaba a mí En parte me alegra que uno de los dos no esté llorando 
How does it feel that the fact that the album that's most you, the most vulnerable, that's the most different, has been your most successful album? I think that like we are tired of being just so perfect in this generation. Is like we are really, like I'm tired. I'm tired of of just watching social media and and everybody has a perfect life and everybody has a perfect face, a perfect body, and everything is so perfect that I know the insights are really dark because even mine in some moments is not like this happy. And I think with my album, I just realized that a lot of people wants to open again their hearts and like, you know what, like it's today is not like that good, but maybe tomorrow it's gonna be. And I'm gonna let you know that because it is so normal. When you hear the way that your music impacts people, when you hear the way that people look up to you and, and feel seen by what you're writing, does that change when you go back into the studio and you're thinking about what you're putting out there? Like, does that impact <laughs> that? I don't think so. Maybe in some words that I use, that sometimes I'm very explicit in some songs because uh, for me, I am a girl. Like, I feel everything. I am a good girl. I am a bad girl. I don't know. I have intimacy and, and I like to talk about it sometimes. Yeah, I, I have songs for everything. And yeah, I have sometimes some songs that I need to really take care of my words. And I think that's the point that uh, sometimes it's just me in the songs and I can't change them. Yeah. But maybe seeing that people get connected a lot with the music just gave me more motivation to speak about real experiences of my life. I think when I speak the most real in my songs about my own experiences are the songs that get connected more with the people because the vibe is in there and the energy, the real energy is in there. So I really like to write about my experience, my personal experience. Yes, I have to say my favorite line on the whole album is pendejo del año. <laughs> you can just go for it when you sing. And you know, like the song, when I like I did this song, it was in a different vibe, no, yeah. not this with the tuba and the guitar. But for me, like the, I love Mexican music. Yeah, like why, I know why? I'm from Colombia, like, but what? I don't know. I think I'm, I'm a happy, heartbreak girl. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but I, even when I am in love, very in love, I just love to write about heartbroken songs. I don't know why, I think those are the songs that you go out and you sing louder and louder. talking to another artist and she was talking about like how life every day is just like a thousand little heartbreaks 
And if you can like bottle that up and put that because everyone feels that like everyone knows everyone, at least one pendejo del año. Yeah, and even if as I said, even if you are in a good moment of your relation, you're gonna remember somebody that broke your heart like as fuck, and you need that song just to heal something that you didn't heal even if even if everything happened and everything passed. So yeah, it, it, to finish like what I was saying before. Even if you do it in Mexican vibe, I don't know why for me get like stronger using it better, like with more anger Porque and more <laughs> So that's why I did like this gender yeah. for that song. Yeah. Yeah, my co-host on the show, he was like, we were talking, we had brought pretty much all new Mexican music to the show. He was like, wow, this whole song is about heartbreak. And I was like, Felix, this whole show is about heartbreak. It's a show with two Mexicanos. And it's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you share that vibe. I don't know. I love to watch them. And that's why I love, like, even Doscientas Copa and this one. Like, yeah, I love both. Yeah, yeah. How do you, with all of this change that you're creating, you also are someone who has consistently worked with a lot of the same people. I mean, your family is your team, like Ovi on the drums has been with you since the beginning. How do you change things while still, you know, insisting on keeping these same people around? Does that feel in conflict to you? No, for me, it's it's so hard to let new people get very in to my team. I love to know new people because everybody expresses different weight and that gives me muse to write songs but I have to say like my friends are the same one for the last five or six years I'm really scared to bring more people I was born in the in February 14 so I have it in my blood oh <laughs> I, I'm my very, god no like, wonder sensitive. yeah so I really I think it's not about uh quantity or I don't know how to say it's about quality and I'd rather to have like my 10 best friends they know me they support me and they don't change with me to have like a million girls and boys around me I don't know I'm happy with my team and I think like for me it's so beautiful to grow with them and to have them I have people from my team that started with me from 13 years ago and to see them here like do you remember when we just sing that disco that nobody goes it were just three people they were just uh, trying to get out of the stage and to see <laughs> now what it what it's happening yeah. it's it's amazing and your city too like you still are based in Medellin yes. what does what does that look like for you how does that represent uh, itself I, I moved to Miami and I you have moved to, to Miami no but before like uh in the 2018, I moved to Miami for for years, and I was so like I found something very special, a special place to grow my music and my career. But I am very into my culture, my traditions, and and I was just doesn't I wasn't feeling it like anymore in Miami. So I moved to LA. I love LA. That I really like to just get up early and work and, and go and I don't know it's special but special but then in LA I was like no I didn't feel like here the way the way I want to feel and I just moved back to Colombia and I'm really happy there it's like even right now I'm everywhere I'm not at home even a week right now but those days the one or two days that I'm at home I feel that I'm at home 
my house, my bed, my family, my dogs, my mini pig, my every Your my parrot. mini pig. We have a mini pig. We have a parrot. We have a dogs. I'm watching my sister. I know. We have cows? cats. We have cows. We have like mini ponies. We have, we love we love animals and we live like in a farm. In a farm. You live in away a farm. From, yeah. So to have that connection is so down to earth for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, like amidst all the change, I mean, that it sounds like place for you is really a grounding thing. Yeah, you have to go to Colombia, and I have to say that all of you, you have to go to Colombia because it's another special and beautiful experience. Did you hear, you're all invited to Carol's <laughs> you house are in invited. Colombia? And I can give you best tea, tour ever. I'm that. going to Bogota, <laughs> so You need to go May. to Medellin. Bogota is amazing too. Like, amazing people, amazing place, really different, but my city, I, you need to go I've to my city. I've heard Cartagena is like... Cartagena is amazing. It's perfect. If you're going to get married, Cartagena is a beautiful place for that. Noted. I will look into that. If you're <laughs> going to get married too, are you going to get married in Cartagena? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I love ocean. And if it. I get married, like, I'm going to do it, like, touching the water, like, for sure. So Like maybe. a couple people, yeah. barefoot. A few, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I could see that. That makes sense. It's the appropriate love, love <laughs> But I'm not going to get married soon, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep doing songs and everything, heartbreak songs. Okay. Amazing. You're going to keep doing heartbreak songs even when you are so, so, so happy in love. Even if I'm married with my babies, happy and everything. Yeah, I love to write songs about it. No sé si es el alcohol lo que me tiene confesando esto que estoy sintiendo desde hace rato. Sé que el amor no estaba en el contrato, pero te pasa igual yo te lo noto también. Well, Felix. I think I'm a happy heartbreak girl, but I think you are really a happy heartbreak girl, Felix. I would go on the record as saying, yes, I am officially a deeply heartbroken, happy heartbreak girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whether it's blues, R&B, mariachi, you know, all of that stuff. There's nothing like a good sad song, man. It just... Oh, I know. I know you love is. to get into it. You know, it's like your your feelings exposed to the core. I, you know, who knows? I'm just glad that we're able to talk to musicians who are able to channel that as well, and then give us give us a little bit of insight into why they do it. I can't wait for many, many more episodes of hearing about your heartbreak. But for now, we have to end the show. <laughs> You have been listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. Our editor is Hazel Sills. And the person who keeps it all running is Grace Chung. Our audio producer for this episode is Robin Hilton. And our audio production assistant is Sophia Seidel. And our in chief is Keith Jenkins, VP of Music and Visuals. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. Thank you so much for listening. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. 
Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear, it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.